entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 278, or 268. We did make a little mistake in our episode numbers. Oh my. And so... Yeah, we've. It feels like we're. We did a lot of work that we uh, had to go back and redo, but it's yeah. not really true. That, that, right. that was actually part of my feedback for today. But well, it, that's why, Ruben, we have a foolproof way for people to know actually when this was recorded. That's why we say the date. What is the date? The date is February twelfth, twenty nineteen, and we always get the date right. So even though on last week's yeah. episode, we said it was episode 277. Right. And now it's 268. It is still in chronological order because of the date. So, yes. yeah, you're right. It's necessary. It is necessary. As much as I hate it to ser- admit it. It served a purpose, actually. All right. Well, I, I mentioned it on the Instagram story. So if you're not following us on Instagram, you should do that to get inside scoop about what's to come. But there is a special guest on. And it is Uncle Kevin. Ooh. Uncle Kevin, it's good to have you here. Thank you for joining us after a long time. Um, yeah. It has, has been a while. It's great to be on again. What What's changed since the last time you were on the podcast? And how long How long has it been? Do you remember? Oh, man. Was the last one the live episode? Yes, I believe so. So it would be over a year. Wow. It's like a year and a half. Yeah. Hold it. It's Almost. no wonder the fans were crying for Kevin. It's been so long. <laughs> I got so many emails about it. <laughs> oh, endless amounts of feedback. Uh, there has been feedback, though, about Uncle Kevin specifically. True. So, uh, Leighton, you kind of set up this, uh, the inter- not, not really interview, but asked Kevin to be on today. I did. What, what did you have in mind, or do you want to do an introduction, or what, what did you have in mind to discuss? Well, it just so happens that me, me and Uncle Kevin have been seeing each other a lot this past weekend because of the Valentine's banquet and the speaker that was there. And then that same speaker that was at the Valentine's banquet was then also at our church the next morning. And so Kevin wanted to, wanted to hear him some more. And so, yeah, I saw him Saturday night and Sunday morning. And it just like it was it just felt like a sign like, OK, it's it's time to have Uncle Kevin on the podcast again. <laughs> And so, yeah, I just, we, we set it up, and he was willing. Worked out great. It did. So, at some point, I do want to talk about the Valentine's Banquet. But well, I, what, go ahead. I was going to say, let's do that first, if we can keep it brief, because I don't want to spend half the episode talking about the banquet. Oh, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure we get stories from Uncle Kevin. I agree. Oh, my story won't take that long. We're well, gonna... then should How's we do, Uncle, let's, let's do your story first, then. Sure. Okay. That's that, fine. That's what the uh, what most of the listeners are are looking forward to anyway. It's actually um, listening to Paul at the Valentine's banquet, and then again at Berea. Uh, what's his last name? Paul Stutzman. 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 Yeah. Super. I mean, just amazing guy. Yeah. Um, but really, uh, <clears throat> listening to him just kind of, I, I guess it kind of affirmed some of the things that I had felt, even though when you're going through it, um, it doesn't. It doesn't doesn't feel like God is not 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 that He's not there, but you kind of wonder what He's thinking, you know? Right. Um, 
And I found it interesting. I don't know if you noticed or not, but there was a testimony shared a Sunday morning mm. before Paul spoke. Um, do you remember the lady that shared about the uh, lamp that she set at the wrong spot? It fell over, broke the shade, and then it totally changed her day and how God used that to direct her day. Really? Well, well sadly, I, was, I wasn't dur- oh. up there during the sharing time because I was kind of helping my wife uh, stir the macaronis. <laughs> we, were, we had a potluck supper but anyways no it was it was really cool because basically what the lady shared was that was not what she had planned mm. and to her it was an inconvenience mm-hmm. but yet she she didn't elaborate she just said god used it to put her in a place a different place that day where obviously something happened that she looked back on and went wow if the lamp wouldn't have broke i'd have never been there wow you know and that's really a lot of what Paul shares mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, things that he thought he was going for this reason, something happens and he realizes God had a totally different reason for him yep. to be there. So basically that's kind of what my story is about. Um, for, oh, well, it would be actually probably two and a half years ago, I started looking for a different truck. Um, the, for the, what? For, for uh, hauling portable buildings. Gotcha. And that's what you do? Correct. Okay. <laughs> That's what I attempt to do. <laughs> so basically, when I originally started, I had a, a very lightweight crew cab truck. So my boys and wife could go along, you know, whenever it worked for them. Mm-hmm. Well, then I rolled over into a heavier truck, but it was just a day cab. So whenever there was days they were home or during the summer, I could take two along, but I kept a lot of my tools and stuff, or still do keep a lot of my tools and stuff up in there. And so whenever somebody wanted to go along... You had to find a spot for the tools, and invariably it would rain that day, so your uh, toolboxes get soaked. So you try and put them in trash bags, which, you know, looks like a hillbilly truck, you know, going down the road. Yeah. It just, it's just not convenient. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, you know, it's kind of like, well, it's kind of a pain, so they don't go along as often. Okay. Well, I want, you know, I want to be able to take them along mm-hmm. at, you know. So I, basically what I was looking for was a crew cab. What I call a Coke truck, like the Coke and Pepsi trucks. They're like a medium-duty truck. They're Mm -hmm. a little bigger than a pickup, smaller than a semi. But you can get them in crew cabs. Several companies making them in crew cabs. So I began the search. And just it just seemed nothing really came together. In the meantime, you know, the truck I have, the miles are climbing. And I wanted to get out of it quick enough that it was still in good enough condition that I could use it as a backup truck Mm -hmm. in case something happens. So one Saturday, we needed a personal vehicle too. And so one Saturday, I told my wife, I said, you know what? If we don't just take a day and actually pursue this, it's just, you know how it, it goes. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah. So me and her hopped in the, in the truck and we went up to Elkhart and we pulled into where they sell uh, Freightliner is one of the companies that makes a crew cab truck. <clears throat> we pull in and there's like one truck on the lot. The rest are all behind the fence. And no one around, you know, it's it's like 10 in the morning. No one around. Um, come to find out, Saturdays, every, everywhere we went, Saturdays is by appointment only. Oh. And it's, you know, 9 to 5 during the week. And so we drove to three different places, you know, nothing. Got no information, mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. So the following, uh, we ended up then shopping for some a personal vehicle at that point. So we... You know, we at least looked at something that day, but it wasn't anything for what we had originally set out to do. Gotcha. So it was like the following Tuesday, I think it was. 
I was down at my mechanics and I am just going off <laughs> to him about this is so dumb, you know, how do they expect a guy that works from dark to dark ever to come in and look at a truck and I'm just, you know, just frustrated as I'll get out. So I blow my steam and I leave. Unbeknownst to me, he calls up there. They get a lot of parts from from that uh, the Freightliner dealership. The Freightliner dealership. Okay. Yeah. So he calls up there and said, Hey, I have a driver in here. He's extremely frustrated. He needs information, blah, 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 blah. That afternoon, they drop a package off, a little envelope with all sorts of brochures and different options and stuff in it. Oh, that's helpful. Hmm. So, and of course, there was a salesman's card attached to it. Hmm. Wednesday afternoon, I picked it up. Thursday morning, I get a call from the guy, and he's like, Hey, I think we're getting a used truck in that is pretty much exactly what you're looking for. So, long story short, it took a couple weeks for him to get it shipped in from his other dealer. And then for me to meet up with him. But within a couple of weeks, I had a truck. All right. And nice. we were just, we were so excited because, you know, what the way everything fell together, I mean, we'd been praying about this and all of a sudden in three easy steps, you know, it just plus 36 easy payments, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, the truck is yours. And we were just so, you know, this has to be a sign. Yeah. So we brought it back, and I drove it here and there. I used it one Saturday. One Friday night, me and Dominic went up, and I switched trucks because I wanted to get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. I switched trucks. Me and Dominic drove around a little bit Friday night. Saturday morning, we used it to go up and help the football team, move some bleachers around. So I used it a little bit. Mm. And then that Saturday night, I dropped it off at the welding shop to have the bed reconfigured so I could mm. get my building mover, my mule, up on the back. Mm. Well, they were going to start on it Monday, and they just got busy. So it was a week later Monday, they backed it into their shop. So I leave that Monday morning with my other truck. I'm down, you know, hour and a half away delivering buildings just like any other day. And I get a call from my escort driver who, I guess I should back up a little. The welding shop was was just in a transition. The current owner was selling it, which is a horse and buggy Mennonite, was selling it to his Amish neighbor. Mm. So they were just in the middle of of that transition, and unbeknownst to me, they had actually been at the lawyer that morning, but because some details weren't quite right on the contract or the agreement, the lawyer said, just don't sign anything, go back, I'll redo it, and bring it out to you at lunch, which actually turned out to be a miracle that that happened. Okay. So Buster is a gentleman who escorts for me, and, and he, you should maybe explain well, what is an escort. Maybe people don't um, know. Whenever you have uh, an oversized load that is 14 or 16 feet wide, 14 requires one escort. And you'll pass, like the mobile homes, you'll pass them a lot, and you'll see the little car in front of them or behind them, depending if it's two-lane or four-lane. Yeah. So a 14 wide requires one, and a 16 wide requires two. Now, if you get on to, like, major interstates, then that can change. Like, sometimes you can get get away with just one or none. But typically for what we do... For a 14 wide, I need one escort driver or a pilot car is another word for it, hmm. or two. And Buster's one of the gentlemen that does that for me. Okay. And he is a brother-in-law to the Amish gentleman that was buying that welding shop. So I'm doing my thing, and usually when I'm setting a building, my phone stays in the truck. Because I just found if you carry it, all of a sudden you get three phone calls, and I can't do what I'm supposed to be doing and on the phone. Right. So it's a half an hour. Right. When I could return all those calls while I'm driving. Yeah. You know. Yep. So I just leave it in the truck. So I climb in the truck and I have a message. 
hey, this is Buster, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if, you're, if your truck is at the shop or not, but I just want to let you know, I think the shop is on fire, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if it was in there. I was just wondering, you know, kind of rambled a little bit. And of course, immediately you're just like, oh my word. So I called him and talked to him a little bit and he said, yeah, it's definitely on fire, but you know, he, he couldn't get close. Everything was closed off. He didn't know if it was in, if it was out or not. So for about half an hour, I drove, you know, all sorts of turmoil going through your stomach. And of course, what I didn't know, I immediately assumed that it was my, something happened on my truck that caused the fire. Okay. So I'm picturing they're welding on it. A fuel tank explodes. The guy is plastered all over the wall and there's a fire. That's what I'm picturing. Okay. You know, happened. Okay. So I don't know, half hour, 20 minutes later, I called Jenny and she was just on her way home from Goshen. I said, hey. There's a fire at Marway. We don't know for sure, but we think the truck is inside. But I said, don't, if it's blocked off, don't tell them you have to get in. Mm-hmm. If you can get in, fine. Well, she couldn't get in. So she went home. Of course, she goes online to the news sites. Well, in there is a picture of the front of the building with a garage door hanging down and the front end of a Freightliner oh. sitting in it. <laughs> so she texted to me and said, I think it's inside. What was the name? If someone wants to Google that story to find that. <clears throat> Probably, I think one of the headlines was like welding shop in Napanee burns or fire at Napanee welding shop or I think that was one of the headlines I would have remembered. Not sure. Okay, there's a, a couple, there's about four different articles that, that come up here. Wow. So, of course, at that point, still don't know the backstory. So for the next, so now I know it's in, it's destroyed or probably destroyed. Yeah. So for the next hour and a half, um, you know, I'm still trying to do what I'm supposed to be doing, and this is just, you know, going through my mind. But by the time, by the time I got another phone call, I was to the point where because I worried so much about whatever had caused it. Yeah. I was to the point where I didn't even care. I did, but I didn't care about the truck at that point. Gotcha. Because I know those guys. I mean, I, 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 you know, I go in there and, and give them a hard time all the time. Mm-hmm. So they were friends, to, friends of mine. Yeah. Know? So at that point, the truck really didn't matter. That's, you know, that we can, we can figure that out. I just want to make sure everything was okay. Yeah. Okay. So while that's all happening to me, the two, it'd be Ernie and Joe, Ernie, current owner, Joe, the purchaser, mm-hmm. they hop on their little pony cart and brrr, they're buzzing along. Um, they probably would have brought 52. They would have taken 52 across over to to 7. Yep. And then they were going, and, and while they were going there, they heard some sirens and stuff, and then they kept seeing smoke. And boy, they thought that looked close. Because they didn't, I mean, they had no clue either. No cell phone, no... No cell phone or anything. Text messages. Just unbeknownst to them, just soon after they left, Ernie's wife had called the lawyer's office, and they were gone. So they, they came up, they, they made a turn, they're heading north on, th- on Savin towards the shop. And they're together in the same buggy. Yes, or... yep, in the little pony cart, yeah. <laughs> but he said he had a pretty fast little pony cart. <laughs> <laughs> so they were going to swing in and talk to somebody, somebody they had a project for. They turned in his lane, and they said they, they just barely went 20 feet, and they looked at each other and said, you know what, this, this can wait. Something's going on. So they whipped back out on the road. Well, they were almost a uh, oh, it'd be like Larry Slaybaugh's house. Yeah, close. Yeah, they were pretty sure. Saying. You know, they could see where the where the where the smoke was, and a pickup rolled up. Said, "Yeah, it is. Do you want me to take you?" And they were like, "No, we're this close." You know, so they whipped up. Well, all their drives were closed, so he just whipped her in the field and 
boogied up. But they, they like me, had no clue what happened. They didn't know was anybody hurt. Yeah. Nothing, you mm-hmm. know. So they come around the backside of the barn, and there's on the hill. The, the barn has a big hill. On the hill were all their employees. So they were, I mean, I'm sure relief just washed over them. Yeah. You know. But basically what happened is a, they had put sawdust down to soak up a pile of hydraulic oil, mm-hmm. and it caught fire and um, tried several fire extinguishers that malfunctioned or oh, weren't no. charged, and it just, yeah, went from there. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, having the first part of the scenario where everything falls together, and now this, that, I mean, it, it's, it was pretty tough for me mm-hmm. to, to, to walk through that. Yeah. Um, obviously, huge help, a very supportive wife, um, very supportive boys, um, you know, in a lot of ways brought us closer, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you would think there was time, you know, I thought, well, well, in fact, Monday night, Jenny and the two boys, uh, two youngest, went up to look at it, look at the truck. And I, I was like, no, I, I, I can't. I, yeah. I don't want to see it, you know. And, and Dominic and Derek just started sobbing. They, like, walked around the corner and they just started sobbing, you know, when they saw it. I then went up Tuesday night. Um, and it, yeah, it was pretty tough. Um, it was really neat. Jeremy and Carol came and, and supported us when we were there. Good. And that was, that was very special for me to have Jeremy there. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's just a vehicle. You yeah. Know? I get emotionally attached to my vehicles, but it's just a vehicle. Right. Know? So time marches on and, um, and, and I can't find another truck. Mm-hmm. The amazing thing was, um, I don't know if Bria, as a church, was praying about it, but I know individual people were mm-hmm. because it it was crazy the different places I would be at. Hey, how you know how's it going? Did you find anything? You know, people that I would have thought could care less, right? Just not you know not overly, but just express concern yeah. in a very kind and that meant a lot. Good, that meant a lot. You know, just community. You know. Um. So, uh, and then I would think I'd be worked through everything and then something would break on the truck I was driving and I would maybe couldn't run for a day or two. Yeah. And I would get so angry because I was like, this should not be right. I should have. And I did my part. I had it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, and I think in some ways I'm still walking that journey. Yeah. But long story short, um, the first part of December, I did find something down in, uh, uh, Bloomington. Okay. Um, and ended up purchasing a truck. It's older. Um, the the one that burnt was a seventeen. This is an 04. Okay. Um, so not quite all the electronic, like as far mm-hmm. as ride, how it rides, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the inside is way nicer. Okay. Like it's a oh, conversion, wow. so it's yeah, like really nice. Okay. Um, so we actually used it, and we uh, ended up buying the chassis back that had burnt. Oh, okay. And then we ended up using this truck and my brother-in-law's car hauler. And we loaded up the chassis and we took it down to Virginia and it is sitting there waiting for somebody to work on it. Uh, right now? So, yeah. Okay. Um, the amazing thing is, kind of like the story with the lamp that broke and took that lady in a different direction, the the places we have gone, the people we have met, mm-hmm. um, the community I have experienced would never have happened uh-huh. if I wouldn't have experienced mm-hmm. what I thought just couldn't be, was a right. disaster, you know. Um, so there's still days, but now that I'm working on this truck, I'm getting really excited 
you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm putting way too many lights on it. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I didn't realize how bright they were. I put uh, across the front of my bumper. They call them chicken lights. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, uh, one of the mechanics went with me to look at this truck before I purchased it. And then we were talking. He used to be a truck driver. So we were talking about it. And he said, yeah, they call those chicken lights. I said, oh, why? It's a new term. I don't know. Huh. I had no idea. Maybe huh. so you can see the chickens before you hit them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they used to, because before they had LEDs, mm-hmm. um, some of the show trucks, they would replace the alternators every second service. Really? Because they use so much juice. Oh, my but word. now with the LEDs. Yeah, they're so low powered and yeah, much exactly. more efficient. Exactly. Interesting. Wow. So yeah, it's been, a re- it's, been a go- it's been an experience. But I tell you, those, those things that you think are disaster Really, it was what they say. God can take a mess and make it a message. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think this message was for me. Now, uh-huh. if it affected other people, hallelujah. But I think this message was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was pride, pride before the fall, or pride <laughs> before the fire. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly <clears throat> what it was, but I have really learned to just appreciate my family mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And have learned to appreciate the smaller things in life, the things you just take for granted mm-hmm. every day that mm-hmm. you have, um, because you—I mean, you just—you just never know it can be gone that quick. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It seems like there is, there has been like quite a few fires. Like they're becoming more frequent. I don't know, more common in the Napanee area. It's weird. Well, and it may some of it may just be people that you know. Yeah. Um, and, and I think for me, you know, now that I've, even though it wasn't like our house or our home, I think I could probably relate and would be a much more empathetic mm-hmm. to a person that has a fire. To somebody oh, that experienced then, it. Exactly. No. And I mean, you're right that it was just a vehicle, but it, it was how you're going to make your living, you know, exactly. exactly. it wasn't just a leisurely, like whatever vehicle that like, yeah, I'm just going to get so much joy out of this thing no it's like this is this is my tool yes i was going to use this thing every day and yeah but yeah, apparently it wasn't the tool for the job <laughs> yeah. no but i I'm, I'm glad that you were able to find so you know, so truck. so you said that you took the frame of the truck that burnt correct and are putting are you taking like the old truck that you bought and putting it on this new frame no, or no. The the O four. I'm I'm getting ready. Just, yeah, we're we're in the process thing. of putting a bed and stuff on it, and yeah. that that one will be its own. Yeah, sure. Um, basically, I tried to find somebody around here, and I was kind of looking for it like a, uh, oh, almost like a hobby guy. Uh huh. You know, mm-hmm. that wants to tackle a project, just kind of yeah. tinker on it, and people were just petrified of it really? because it was burnt. That just freaked them out. Yeah. Um, I think if if they would have went and looked at it. Because basically what happened is the reason it actually gutted was the overhead door fell down and punctured a hole through the fiberglass top. Then the fire got inside. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a couch burn or like furniture burn. It just, I mean, it's gone. So that's really what happened. That's really Mm -hmm. why it even gutted. Mm. Otherwise, it may have melted and drooped a little, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that it would have really, you know. Gotten inside. um, Mm -hmm. And they did really try. The poor, the poor guy, the, the the guy that was working on it. I'm sure he just freaked, like, because it's it's very it's air brakes, but it's very simple, couple steps, and then yeah. a roll. Sure. Yeah. Well, he yeah he just absolutely couldn't get it to move. And when the when the brakes are on, you're done. It's not gonna yeah, go. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. 
So they tried a forklift, they tried a bobcat, and then he ran oh, to no. get a tractor, and they were going to go in the fire oh, and pull no. it out, but the fire chief rolled up and he said, there is no way you're going. And I would rather have him say that. Yeah. yeah. He said, there's yeah. no way you're going back in there. And yeah. then about that time, the door fell down, punctured the hole. Otherwise, huh. it may have just been severely scorched. Right. Right. You know. Right. Right. So, but a lot of the wiring was still fine. So basically what he will do, I mean, he, to him, this was just another day in the office. I mean, it's what he <laughs> yeah. does, you know. He's a, he's a super guy down there in Virginia, really good friend of Ken's. Oh, okay. Brother-in-law Ken um, hooked me up with this guy. <laughs> so Not... friend of Ken, brother-in-law. <laughs> so that's how I met him, super nice guy. Okay. And, and he just, yeah, to him, this is just another day. <laughs> so, and I told him, no rush. The, the, the deal is... Because he can put any any I didn't realize this I thought whatever a truck is built as like a pickup truck if it's a crew cab it's it's a crew cab yeah mm-hmm. period well with a semi it doesn't matter you can put a day cab on it you can put a super cab you can put a crew cab you can put one with a sleeper on it all fit on the same chassis I had wow. no idea so he's gonna try and find pretty much what I had okay mm-hmm. but basically the deal is he'll he'll find what he thinks would retail best mm-hmm. and if I like it. Then I pay him for the work. Yeah. If I don't like it, he pays me for the trip down and the chassis, and it's his. I oh, see. wow. So it's kind of I a win-win. See. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. It's safe. Yeah. Safe for both. Yeah. But most people, I mean, this is the first I ever met this guy. We uh-huh. talked on the phone a couple times and made the deal, and then I took it down. Yeah. Who who does that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean well, people the, don't yeah, do that, that anymore. That's kind of cool, like, that... that so basically what you're saying is is he's going to rebuild it and you get first chance if you want it. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. So super nice guy. I, I yeah. My youngest which is in the motors and cars and he was walking to do that shop just <laughs> drooling. I mean, he just yeah, he loved that. Wow. So yeah, it's been a it's been a journey but one that I actually am thankful that I got to experience. Wow. Hmm. Very good. <sighs> I missed part of that story. I had to step outside, but I'm looking forward to going back and listening to it then. <laughs> um, did you want to talk a little bit about the Valentine's Banquet? I, I did not. Well, I, think, I think we before, should. Before we get into that, I think we need to comment about the coffee. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I don't think we'll ever get to the coffee. Oh, there is a cup here. I thought you had missed me. Jeff, Jeff snuck one behind the mic for you, Kevin. <laughs> yep, sneaked one right in there. <laughs> is this a Main Street coffee? This is not Main Street coffee. Hmm. Um, Folgers. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste good, but it doesn't taste awful. I actually really like it. Really? It's, I, it's I too, think it's really good. It's too dusty. It's it's a really, um, just a very pleasant, drinkable black coffee. No. I to think. me, it almost tastes watery at the beginning, and then it kind of, woof, comes in at the end. Yeah. It I don't almost tastes yeah. like yeah. Which, I agree. Which that may be the fresh fresh the french press, french press it does that a little bit but this is maybe a little bit more so than normal yeah. is it um, just me or does it also taste kind of salty maybe just a hint when that yeah. whoosh but, comes no, in, no no like bit salty. yeah you taste something that reminds you of salt but actually salt in coffee tastes a lot different it's oh, really okay. weird i see yeah. it's not super bitter though and it is smooth i'll give it that it is smooth but i don't know if i like the fl- the the flavor yeah but it's definitely yeah it's not a it's a regular coffee to me it tastes like a, a blend of something it's not refined it's not potent enough i don't think to be a, <laughs> a single origin 
What is it, um, Jeff? Actually, you know, I'm not even sure what origin it is. I th- I think it actually is a single origin. But Ruben's taste buds. <laughs> Ruben, your taste buds have failed us today. Uh, this is not confirmed, um, Jeff. You need to confirm. The beans it. were picked on a dirt road. It's dusty. <laughs> <laughs> so this is down. This is from a resort in. I forget where the Burkholders went on their. There's trip. a lot of Burkholders. Uh, the uh, Dwayne Burkholders. I don't went on this trip, I and I forget where they oh, went. You mean the dealer dealer trip? Maybe. Like it was probably Mexico. Oh, no, boy. it wasn't Mexico. Anyways, uh, this is this is Cafe Santo Domingo. And um, that means Saint Domingo. <laughs> yeah. Cafe. Well, he must not. <laughs> he was. He was not a very tasteful guy. No. <laughs> well, okay. Where is Santo Domingo? It is Dominican Republic. Oh. Yeah, that's. So good. this is this is coffee from the DR, straight from a resort, um, and it's I believe. Um, the person that gave it to me, uh, it was Jolene Burkholder, and she said that she got it at the resort. And I had kind of assumed that it was like the resort's coffee, but I'm not 100% sure of that. Um, but anyways, so this is probably not something you can buy in the U.S., but um, if you ever go down to the DR, this is this is, what this is a coffee worth trying, I would say. I, I could see it complementing a sweeter dessert very, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would give this about a, a seven and a half. Oh, I would not give it that high. No, I'd, I'd give, give it about it a, a five and a half. I less f- f- four, <laughs> maybe. No, is, is no saying, comment. Is saying that coffee would be good with the dessert. Is that kind of a slam on the coffee? It's like I need something to distract me from this flavor. I need something sweet. Well, yes and no. I, I, I you're, you're right. Um, it's not good enough just on its own. But, but think about this too. It kind of goes backwards because. If you have a, there might be a coffee that you really like, like the Costa Rican from Main Street, um, that if you would drink it with a dessert, probably wouldn't seem strong enough. Hmm. It would maybe, like, I agree. maybe we should have a rating system where it's like we give it a standalone rating. Like, how does the coffee, ah. a, a pairing, yeah, how, how does, does it rank? It, how does it rank <laughs> just drinking it? by itself just as a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and how what is the ranking when it's with dessert mm-hmm. like or with cheese or with cheese no not with cheese <laughs> coffee and cheese is that a thing no i don't know so. wine, wine and cheese wine but oh. well, wine is very similar there's some wines that are just nasty by themselves <laughs> but eaten with the correct food can yeah be very yeah. good now does, i don't know what those are that. <laughs> <laughs> does coffee is there another another type of food that coffee pairs well with other than just like dessert in general mm. it seems it's always you know, cream. coffee uh. <laughs> now we're talking about mixing drinks <laughs> coffee uh, either by itself or with dessert is there anything else like like I don't know is coffee it? and mashed potatoes mm. Ooh, mm. Yeah. oh yeah that just yeah. hits the spot I don't think there is I think it's I just think we should prove this theory and, uh, and, 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 and next week have some cheesecake to, to eat with this coffee or I, like, or like okay some brownies or something I would like to know what's someone's favorite uh, non-dessert snack or food to drink with coffee mm. yeah and maybe it yeah, could be it could be something sweet but something that's not a traditional dessert give us like some feedback ice cream on that, cake listeners. maybe like a you know tell you what um, licorice I like I to know. take uh, mint candies and put them in the bottom of my cup when I pour the coffee into it, and it's it a terrible. nice minty flavor. Well, well, didn't we have that admin Phil? Didn't he say that peanut butter? Yeah, peanut butter yeah. M&Ms. 
Oh yeah, that's right. We need to get crazy. We need to try that with this French press. There, there aren't there some really hard bread, almost like pretzels, that are specifically oh, designed. You're right. That's the thing to, to have with coffee. You're right. Those are those are really good. Mm-hmm. It's like that, a, can't you even use them as a straw? Uh, no, that's no. That, we, you're thinking of the the Tim Tam pirouettes Slam. or oh. pyroline or whatever you call those things. Parlay. But yeah, you can soak Biscottis them like a are super like, long time. Yeah, they're like meant to soak. And they still... Really? <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. like a cookie that crumbles like, off. You barely okay, would want to okay. eat them plain because they're so hard, but you dip yep. them in whatever coffee. Wow. Yeah, those um, are super good with coffee. Mm. But anyways, thank you, Jolene, for this coffee. Yes. Yeah. Even if yeah. we don't like particularly it. love the coffee, we still love getting it from Yeah, from We love people. reviewing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And, exactly. And, and thanks to our announcement last week... Um, we not only got one kind of coffee to try, but we got two. So I have another one on the uh, agenda for next week. Wow. So. Well, it looks like we'll need to wait to talk about the Valentine's Banquet until <sighs> next week. And then we'll also, let's plan our next week covering our the personality test. Yes. I thought you wanted to do the personality test, like, standalone. Well, it, it won't va- take. The Valentine's Banquet's going to take a while. Oh, really? It's going to take that, that long? Oh, really? You have no idea I know what I've missed no out idea. on. Von Du Visited. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was amazing. It was. It yeah, was, it, was, it, was it was really good. All right. Valentine's Banquet. Uh, besides, it will be close to Valentine's anyway next week. You're right. Close. Well, it's actually closer to Valentine's today, but. I know, but Jeff. It's also closer to the Valentine's let's not Banquet. Wait, let's not wait two weeks to do it. Let's just do it yeah. next week. Because I'm going to be at another mm-hmm. Valentine's supper on Saturday night. Well, let's put the... Uh, so then we, I, we, I can oh, talk about that one yeah, as well. Yeah, perfect. That's a good idea. Let's put the disc test and the personality test on the back burner for next week in case we have time. I feel like we're continually pushing that disc. It's because we've got so much content. Either oh. we have so much content or we're cutting the episode short. Or, or Ruben just didn't get it done. Mm. That no, happened I, I got it done weeks ago. Oh, I, I, well, I, I we still need to do the Enneagram. You didn't do the Enneagram. You're right. No, we were going to do the... Um, the 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 yeah MB- the MBTI no not the Enneagram yeah we we're gonna do the Enneagram no Jeff. the MBTI no yes oh, oh. we because talked about there's it. so yes. many and assessments. we talked about the NBTI test <sighs> all right <laughs> listeners fact check me I am right was that I know you're MSBI? wrong <laughs> what's the point I I only have one point and I thought it was a good point for this episode and it's what Kevin said. Uh, that God can change messes into messages. And what's a word of the week? Uh, word of the week, I guess, is tragedy. <laughs> <laughs>